Black Panther is the 30th Marvel Cinematic Universe movie and the sequel to the 2018 smash hit. But is this a worthy successor or do we have no amour for this entry? I'm Mike. And I'm Darren. And this is Popscorn. Welcome to Pop School, the fans today with Movie Review Podcast, and today we are talking about Black Panther, or as we's known around here, Black Panther. Black Panther, we're Knanda Fernanda. And already we've lost all of our fucking integrity. Good stuff. I'm still Mike. I'm still Darren. Um, yes, yeah, so we've been saying all year. We have. This is the weakest year the MCU has had. Yeah. Other than the COVID affected year. This is the first proper run they had with no pandemics to deal with. Yep. That wasn't going great. Yep. In that, well, I mean, you were the person that was like, Black Panther is the only thing that, if this is good, it might not be the worst year for them. That is something I said. So, basically this year so far we've given Moon Knight, hell yes, love Moon Knight. Yep. And everything else is either a pass or... A hard bad. A hard Past yeah. on, on like, everything, so it's on a knife edge. It very much is. It very much is, and I, I still think even if Wakanda Forever is brilliant, uh, is brilliant. Yeah, this is still a really, really weak year. For oh yeah. Marvel. I mean, even last year still had No Way Home and Shang Chi, a film, yeah. a film I really liked, and a film I didn't mind. So yeah. I, I think looking back, I think. Realistically, I don't. I think I was too harsh on Shang Chi. Yeah. Um, because it is fantastic, and we've been waiting for something that doesn't feel like an easy sell. Because yes. the No Way Home being all the Spider Men are here, it's it's just fan service. Yes. And even though it worked for us, because of course it's going to. We love Spider Man. There was nothing that was really taking any risks. No. Doing anything different, and by God. Does this movie have a fucking risk to it? Like, it's it's a lot for a movie to basically decide whether the MCU's fine or is heading towards a cliff. Mm. Let alone a movie that's had as many problems as this had. My God. One, like, overwhelming problem of the tragic death of Chadwick Boseman. Mm. And then having to be both shackled with that... But also, there was a lot of on-set problems. It was very affected by COVID. Yep. I think Ryan Coogler got arrested at some point for like misdemeanours and stuff, like jaywalking or something stupid. Something like stupid. Letitia Wright famously <clears throat> went anti-vax mm. and caused issues there. Mm-hmm. So this really had everything stacked against it. It really had everything <laughs> stacked against it. <laughs> 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 Of course, that, I mean, that's one of the biggest, for me, that's I one knew. of the biggest... I fucking hate really. <laughs> that's <laughs> one of the books. biggest shackles around this thing's uh-huh. neck was having to also introduce Riri Williams yes. in a way that doesn't feel contrived and forced much like her books. Mm-hmm. So then, yes. Wakanda Forever mm. is easily the best MCU movie this year. By a country mile. By a Wakanda mile. <laughs> and... I gotta say, it fucking hit it out the park. 
This is so much better than Black Panther 2018. It is unreal, the improvement between these two movies. There are problems. Yes. But, I mean, Cliff notes, these problems are easy to look over. They are actually bigger Marvel problems yeah. than they are inherent to this story. Of yeah. Stuff that the Marvel formula just cannot seem to work its way around, unfortunately. Yes. But, thankfully, it, the the contrast between this and Thor Love and Thunder... My God. If you, lads, if you need a dissertation piece, <laughs> just fucking do that. <laughs> just yeah. do... This is how you handle things correctly. Yes. And this is how you handle things badly. Yep, yep. And, and, and it is the thing, Thor Love and Thunder was playing with a full deck. It was. None of its stars had any problems returning. Nope. If anything, more stars from previous films returned. Yep. It had a, 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 a director who was already like really well liked, was knocking out good projects left, right yep. and centre, and then shat the fucking oh, bed. No, what the fuck it wanted to do. So... Terrible mm. to the point where they, you know, there's the reports of them filming scenes in car parks. That sounds a bit right. Contrast it to this D- main star, unfortunately gone in a tragic yes. incident. The current cast happens to deal with the effects of COVID. Yes. Also, like you say, shackled with introducing further characters to go into the MCU, yes. dealing with a villain that realistically should have been fighting against the Chadwick Boseman version of this yes. character, and. What? what 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 this is like it's not top gun maverick levels of like i physically cannot believe this is as good as it is yes because it's coming from ryan coogler yes who does not make bad films no like even though we don't like black panther one it has merits it, it does it's not a bad movie it's just by mcu standard it's middling yes. like it made a fuck ton of money yeah so obviously people liked it it worked and it resonated with audiences and all that good jazz but mm. i think the main thing and again to bring it back to thor love and thunder <laughs> that the main difference is tone yes of understanding the tone that this movie needs in order to to impact as hard as they want it to. yeah because there was a film that thor love and thunder that tried everything it could to belittle any emotion in that movie and just keep it, oh, we're wacky and zany and fun. and yeah, uh, Even though you've chosen Gore the God Butcher a as man, your villain. <laughs> a grieving man yep. for his daughter and basically on a killing spree against all gods. And you put... And, and had Jane Foster, and spoiler alert, I guess, if you haven't I seen Thor and Wonder, dying of cancer and yet could not be bothered to take either of those things seriously. Nope. Until it was like tokenistic at the end for five minutes. Yeah. And you compare it to this film that feels like every 10 or 15 minutes it keeps going back of its central theme of grief, which mm. is a mad thing to base an entire like blockbuster movie on. Yeah. Kind of unavoidable, I guess, given the circumstances. But yeah. Holy fucking shit, does it work? Yeah, totally. This is, this is like MCU's had a movie with had problems with being thematic and mm. being guessable and it doesn't fully go away here no but you know what it it leans into like you say it's got a theme the theme is grief Mm. we will explore every fucking facet of it and it really works up until it doesn't but it really works yes and like i said there's there's bits yeah you know what this film's long yeah this is two hours and 40 i want to say uh yeah about that you could lose a lot of this movie there's some trimming that could be done yeah and yet at the same time, I'm still glad I saw this version of it. Yes. I think there is a trimmer 
10 out of 10 version of this movie, but I wanted to see as much as this mm. had to offer. Yes. Because I, th- I, th- I, vest- I really remember, one of my lasting memories of Black Panther 2018 mm. was getting to that end fight, realising it looks like PS3 graphics, yes. everybody's got weird GTA 4 physics, uh-huh. and going, I do not want to be in this world. No. This is not something I'm interested in, so that when we did get the big Wakanda battle in Infinity War, that kind of yes. felt like a redemption. Mm. My God, does this have redemptive action? It does. Up and fucking down. Good thing. It's only that last fight that doesn't work in the first one. Mm. The car chase scene in Korea works oh, really yeah. goddamn well. And they very much tried to one-up it in this one. Oh, do they ever. <laughs> oh, it's beautiful. Like, so... We'll get right into the cast, because it's very much... Not only is it, again, there is only two white characters... In this entire film. Yep. That is Everett Ross and Valentina blah 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 blah. Uh, That's it. Yeah. Who I've, I guess is that a spoiler she's in this movie? I don't know. Uh, she's turning Whatever. Up Who cares? I think they're the only... And then that's the same event they had in the first movie. So well done. Yep. <laughs> so that's it. And it is predominantly a female-led cast as well. It is. It is only the second... Well, third... Yeah, Captain Marvel and Black Widow. So it's the third female-fronted... The stars of this movie are all the women in the thing. Mm. But I like that... I, I read the on-screen story of, like, there was no number one actor on the call sheet because that was Chadwick Boseman. Yes. His presence is running all the way through this. Yes. Thankfully, they don't do any CGI talking stuff. No, the, it came. There was a scene in this movie. I was like, no, no, oh, no, no. Here we and go. They, and they didn't. Thank Christ they didn't. They do use footage from the old yep. movies and there are images of him and that's it. Yeah. And that is so much more tasteful than mm. what Disney have been doing exactly. by puppeteering the dead. To the point that it feel it would it feels more like he's in this movie than it would have done if they'd done that. Because obviously that completely takes you out of the story. Every character is examining their relationship with Cherry Bowden. Other than a lot of the new ones that come into that doesn't really work. But um Shuri, Akoya, um Queen Ramonda, um Nakia, all of them talk openly about their feelings, their relationship, how it affected them. Mm. We just haven't had that from a Marvel thing. No. I'd expect this from a Marvel TV show where yeah. you've got the time to do the nuances in the characters. That's kind of what WandaVision was doing mm. most of the time. I mean, once again, it really makes Falcon of the Winter Soldier look totally in Real bad! <laughs> <laughs> By comparison... Yeah, I right. Let's just start with the praise, shall we? Yeah, so, shall we? We've had some problems with Letitia, right? But they aren't brought to the role. No, so that much we can, you know, if we have to do that thing of separating the politics. Yeah, from it's the not. Artist. It's not a Johnny Depp thing where it's very hard to do that. Yeah, it's a much more straightforward thing. So, returning a Shuri mm. in now a much larger role than she received in the first the, movie than she would have ever expected to have had. I would have thought, really, pretty much. For Chad, all. Chadwick doesn't go, you know. Than die, I don't think Letitia Rice is ever elevated to this level of performance. I wouldn't have thought so. Thank God she steps up to the plate. Yep. Yep. Oh, they just, they let her just be angry. Yes. That kind of horrible, not pointless anger, but that kind of just aimless anger. Mm. You've got it built up inside and you have no way of releasing it into the world and just moving on and grieving properly. They they do a time jump. So the first scene, is this a spoiler? Hmm, is this a spoiler? There's a time jump. You have one scene set, then, and ago. then the rest of the movie is a big jump forward for a year. Yes. She's still harbouring all of that anger and all of those horrible things that she can't work through, and she's affecting every aspect of life, to the point where she basically refuses to grieve. Mm. 
Green Ramonda is trying to kind of not force her, but like kind of gently, like you know, caress her into like we, we need to start doing this. This is the process we have to go through. And she's just like fuck that noise. No, no. not doing it. Buries herself in a work. Yep, incredibly empathetic performance. Yes, because I think everybody, regardless of and you know, you have to put your red hat on for a second mm. and go. Hmm, what would a terrible person think about this movie? I can't relate to all these black people being sad or mm-hmm. whatever. Everybody has gone through the same emotion mm. post-death of a loved one that yeah. Shuri has gone through. Mm. That anger, it, it's so it's understood to every single person yes. that watches that. It is unexplainable. It is unscalable. Mm-hmm. It is one of those things that you just have to harbour. Yes. Totally been there. Everybody has been there. And now this is really bordering on spoiler territory. So I'm doing my best. The best thing about this movie is that the the through line, the plot that moves along, the Namor centric stuff, yes, isn't like used as like well when that is finished, that conflict is over. She will be done grieving. Mm. She'll be. They don't tie the two together. No. They are linked because of lessons we're learning through the grieving process. Yes, but we don't come to the end of this movie. She stands triumphant at the end of the last battle and is like, "I am now completely okay with everything that's happened." Yep. Like a natural human being, they leave it at the end of like, "No, no, she's still. She might be in a better place now, mm. but it hasn't all gone away." No, and that is again a really big step forward for Marvel to allow one of their characters to finish a film and still not be a hundred percent happy. Have been victorious, but still not feeling like an overwhelming sense of joy or happiness or anything. Still being quite torn up about stuff. It's such an interesting place to leave that character at the end mm. of the film as well. To, like you say, not resolve anything, not have a blank slate for the next movie, no. and to see how this influences decisions that she will have to go on to make. Yep. So on that front, I think we've we've now got a far more interesting character. I hate to say, it, but it is true, a far more interesting character than the lead of our previous movie, which is not to say that Shuri is the only lead and not Mm. the only person going through complicated emotions, which is where we have to come to Angela Bassett. Oh, yeah. Who, Jesus Christ, I think is going for an Oscar. (laughs) It seems that way, doesn't it? (laughs) She is going 10 out of 10 on every aspect of... Yeah. Again, she's... Going through a similar process, but because, you know, she suffered loss in her life. You know, her, her husband died in the first, but she, he died in a civil war, didn't he? He did. So... It she, makes it two Black Panthers out of two, two Black Panther movies out of two that do begin with funerals. That they do? Oh, that's a horrible fucking sentiment for the third one. Mm. Um, it's it's She's better adjusted than Shuri's, but that comes with age, you mm. know. But she's still, whenever prodded by the outside world yep. from the pressures that are now mounted, not just because King T'Challa is gone, but it's kind of hinted that the rest of the world feels slightly emboldened and they know there isn't a Black Panther in Wakanda mm. and they want them vibraniums. And <laughs> she, the, the, it doesn't take a lot for her to just go nuclear angry. <laughs> yeah. I, I think you can charitably describe it as prickly. You know what yes. I mean? Like holding it together up until somebody decides to kick the hornet's nest. Mm-hmm. And my God, when the hornet's nest is kicked, do we get emotion. The, what I love about this is there is a clear difference between the grieving that you saw her do with this in Black Panther 1 mm-hmm. and this. And of course it's going to be different. One of them was her husband and the other one is her son. Yeah. The person that you shouldn't whose funeral you shouldn't have to Mm-mm. attend. 
it's different and it's raw and it comes across so goddamn well. So you get a, a lot more. You get a lot of kind of badass Queen Ramonda. Yes. In the beginning of the movie, mm. but as as things start to become more internalized and kind of turns the focus back to the family and back to yes. Wakanda. There's so much just... It's like a fucking open wound mm-hmm. of just... Just not even being able to comprehend yeah. the situation around you and just... Uh, the only thing I can do is scream. But, like, being a parent about it, she just, none of this is, is directed towards her daughter. Mm. She's there for every... She's the rock that's holding that girl together and he's trying to help her with the thing. Mm. It's all the external people. Basically, it's the UN... Fuck the UN. Yeah, fuck the <laughs> UN. Fuck the French. Oh, yeah, bastard. That makes sense in the movie. I'm not just slagging off France. Um, so, yeah, she does a brilliant job. Now, it does mean, at least with Shuri, she was the comic relief in the first movie. Mm. It's not to say that she's not an enjoyable character, but obviously, for, for the role to work and the story to work, a lot of her kind of quirkiness has had to be shaved off. Yes. For her to have this proper, you know, proper plot... Um, What's the word I'm looking for? Plot one that she needs to go through with the green yes. thing. So the burden is now put on two different characters. Okoye, who doesn't really show signs of like the grieving person's sadness until she has a failure at about the halfway point. Yeah. And it, it's kind of that soldier in her of like, initially she's like, no, I will carry on with the job, everything is fine. And then the second that's like shaky ground, it all just fucking pulls out of her mm. at some point. There's a beautiful thing they do with that where. Okoye is 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 a very much a straight laced character, and mm. I think it's it's somebody that had had kind of like built this kind of caricature, I guess, yes. especially in Infinity War, uh, with the kind of like just being a hard ass. And when it falls away, they have her speak in Wakanda, which I for mm. I think she's the first time she does it yes. across the two movies, and yeah, it it works, man, as just as just showing. Even those with, you know, because Shuri is not interested in in showing any kind of like, no. kind of how should I put it, sidelining or or, or resolution. Yes, Queen Ramon is kind of in the middle. Okay, is like you say, Okay is no, I've got stuff to do. Yes. There's a new queen, we need shit to do. I need to go and mm-hmm. do things. I think what would have worked more, mm. and it's the only criticism I have, not of the performance. No. I, I like Dana Guerrera. Um, it is of the script is that we do, I would have liked to have seen something like that en- that energy of you need to give me stuff to do yeah or I'm gonna lose it right and I think because again if you if you're looking at all those stages of grief I think mm. you know the, the elements of distraction is, is kind of one that's lost and mm-hmm. one that I think a lot of people in the audience would have connected with yes. Which would have worked so well for Okoye, given that her yeah. first appearance in the movie is her kicking ass once again. It is. So, I mean, and again, action, but both from Shuri, who now enters the action more directly, and Okoye, top notch. Real fun, good. Really well shot. Real goddamn good. Yeah, and Dan Gura is so goddamn funny in this movie. <laughs> she's, she's not the funniest. We'll get to him in a second. Mm. But she has so many good, just straight man deliveries. Throughout the fourth movie, she's basically the fucking Nick Offerman of the situation <laughs> yeah. of just dead ass, dead ass, dead ass lines all the way through, and it's it's a very funny movie despite the fact it does never shy away from grief. Mm. Which again, you compare it to Thor: Love and Thunder, which couldn't wait to do funny stuff all the goddamn time, yeah. even when it wasn't thematically appropriate to do funny things. Yeah, they find room for comedy sprinkled all the way throughout. This. They do, yeah. Fucking Winston Duke. Good God, man. <laughs> He's doing some load-bearing jokes in this game. <laughs> yeah. Game? In this film. In the... 
He's so... I mean, he was funny in the first movie. Mm. They've doubled down on that in the same way they did with, like, when they realised that Chris Hemsworth can be really funny. Yeah. But it's still got the level of restraint that it never goes too stupid. Yes. Like, he, he's portrayed as a little bit dumb, but not an insulting level of stupid. He's just very, you know, macho and bravado and all that good stuff. Brilliant. Now, before we get to Namor, mm-hmm. and that's... Because it's... It's a very good movie, but it does feel that like there's two separate movies. Yes. Now, usually, we say that it's a bit of a like a, a, a criticism. Mm. Here, I think it's 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 blended better together, and I do find good ways to tie it back to the the grieving plot. But we'll we'll have to cover name more and stuff in a second. <laughs> yeah. Let's talk about Riri Williams. Let's talk about Riri Williams, a character who I do not like, cannot stand. A character in this movie, I hate to say it, really fucking worked. Good, okay, I, I was worried. I cannot believe they found a way to fix Riri Williams. Yeah. They took the most fucking cardboard cutout Mary Sue fucking yeah. nothing of a character. Yes. And, like, the, the the main criticism I have about Riri Williams, it's not, I, I don't think of me as this kind of, like, I, I can't stand seeing anybody that doesn't look like me be mm. a superhero. That's not what this is. My criticism of Riri Williams is she's completely fucking boring. She's a nothing character mm. that was given... Just go, ah, you're good, have this. Okay, now you're the Iron Man. Cool, fine, whatever. Without there being a tangible change of what that looks like. Right. In the books, they they eventually did that. They had they had to be like this very proud character that gets humbled by a defeat, and then she kind of evens out. But again, she went back right back round to being fucking boring. Mm -hmm. So my surprise in this movie is they they do. So they, they they kind of you the first time you see Riri is when she's kind of already got her life sorted out, and it's not that it's not the child prodigy storyline that you see in typical media. This is somebody who's earned their place to be there, mm-hmm. and it's very evident that this she's got a life that happened before she entered this movie. Yes, which I really 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 enjoyed. So I'm I'm happy. I'm I I'm. A little bit trepidous still on having her as a solo. Yeah, she's got a full series coming. Yeah, I'm I'm worried about the the limited scope of her world post this movie. Yeah, but she worked here. Yes, and I do like Dominique Thorne. Definitely got some acting chops on her. Yeah, can handle a little bit of comedy. Yeah, I think there's great potential going forward. Charismatic. Yep. Funny. Sweary. Yeah, she's got to be the sweariest movie character we've ever had. Yeah, she says shit a lot in this movie. <laughs> yeah, so fair enough. Yeah, I, I was because again, I don't really read comic books, so all Riri, Riri Williams information I had secondhand from you. Mm. So I was going and going, am I going to like this? We might tend to agree on these things, but yeah, she was really, really good. Like again, a good comic foil. Basically, whenever they. Shuri gets given a... Shuri's very rarely alone in this movie. Mm. There's always someone for her to bounce off of. Mm. And when Akoya comes into the picture, it's her. Then when Akoya comes out, Riri steps in. So you're never left for her to really dwell on the sadness, which means we can keep the plot moving along. We don't get... you Because know, you can do a, a grief movie that just wallows in it the entire time. You can't. You don't need that. No. That's not what we go to Marvel movies for. That's a fucking art house French shite. Yeah. So, like... So, some of the best movie scenes in history are having that everything's great and funny and laughs until it's punctuated with sadness. Yep, Jojo Rabbit. Yep. Uh, the end of Four Lions, kind of. Yeah, pretty much. 
So there we go. Um, oh, so before I forget to mention it, I love the use of silence in this movie. Yeah. There is so many scenes with no music whatsoever mm. underscoring it. And to the point where all we could hear in the everyman was the fun chirpy music happening in the fucking lobby when it was meant to be this silent, you know, you know, thoughtful scene which yeah. was like, that's kind of that's kind of underplaying the, uh, the the tension here, but fine. Uh, um, I, I tell you what I'm sick of, Darren. Mm-hmm. I'm sick of going to movie screens where people think it's acceptable to bring a less than one year old baby. <laughs> they ain't oh, they, no. they ain't gonna get it. Did you go during the day? No. Oh, damn. This was okay. a half seven showing on a Saturday. Oh, son of a bitch. Yeah. Like, I get it. People are excited. I, I mean, I'm still I'm still the grumpy old man at the back who thinks people should, shouldn't be on their phone during movies. But yes. Ultimately, people have a different cinema-going experience and you've paid your money. You do what you want. Yes. That child mm. of less than 12 months old is not going to understand the intricacies <laughs> of this superhero sequel. Do not bring your child to this fucking movie. I agree. That because... Is. Moreover, it's loud. It's a very loud movie. That child was crying most of the time. They genuinely have, like, parent and baby screenings of movies which have the lights up with lower sound. sound yep. Fucking Monday morning, Tuesday morning, it's going to be fucking quiet. Yep. Do that! Plonk them in front of some shapes and colours. Yep. If that's what you... If you, what you want is a break. Or you know what? Just hire a fucking babysitter. There you go. That's my rant, I'm sorry. I agree. So yeah, the use of silence must have been very fucking irritating. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's yeah. It's, it's 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 like stark how often it does it. Mm. Every time you, they need you to focus. Again, they don't want anything taken away from the acting performances. So there's no diegetic music. There's no fucking fun sparkle things going off in the background to distract you. It's like no, we are here. We are tackling this head on. Because mm. that was their worries all year. We've been saying we just don't know what we're kind of forever is going to be mm. like. How can you take all of those ingredients and make something that, that works as both an introductory movie, a celebration of Chadwick Boseman, and a Marvel movie that has fun fight scenes? Yes. It's pretty good. It is. There there are places where you do see the cracks. Because mm. like it's very easy to cut scenes. Like there yes. is there is there is a bit I won't be too specific. Mm. There is a scene in Wakanda where it's two characters we have Previously seen in the movie, but hadn't been in a scene together yet. Mm-hmm. So, like, they, this character was not in Wakanda, and now he's in Wakanda, and this character was already in Wakanda. Yep. They reconcile. And they then have what seems to be a five-minute conversation about their relationship to Jared Bozeman mm-hmm. before they kind of just, like, it feels like a hard cut back to what the scene should have been. Yes. And this happens multiple times in the movie, and it's... It's a testament to how good this film is that I can overlook them, because otherwise this would really, really bog the time down. If it was, if it was less than stellar acting, it really would do. Yeah, but I think everyone's bringing their A game. We mm. haven't even brought up Lupita Nyong'o yet. We haven't. Who is back as Nakia? She's she in is. the trailer, isn't she? You do see? Yeah, her. Yeah, 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 yeah. You yeah. see her in the the the, the, yeah. the green and yellow suit. Mm. Oh, that... we'll get to suits in a minute. Yeah. Yeah. There's a flaw. Um. So she, in terms of how everyone's dealing with grief, she seems grief. She's the best adjusted of everyone, really. Mm. She has kind of divorced herself from the situation and is kind of, yes, sad about it, but she didn't turn up to the 
to um, to Charles's funeral. Mm. She stayed in uh, where is she? She's in Haiti See. in an orphanage where she's like the headmistress. So yeah, she's again just... another location we haven't had a Marvel movie before. Happy days. Fucking a. So she's just kind of she's by far and away the most well adjusted. Now we find out later on kind of what has helped her get there. Yeah, but yeah, she seems the most healthy. So again, she's a good person to team up with Shuri, who's very much not fucking okay mm. with Finn going up against someone who was were they married. I can't remember if they were married or not in the no, film. No, that wasn't the end of the first one, was it? They were to get the last shot of them is having a smooch in yes. the street, and then the camera that's pans it. up to Wakanda. Cool, but yeah, no, I don't think they were married. No, fair enough. So that's someone who could be just as broken as Shuri is, but on the other hand, just has just kind of got over things and just mm. got on with life. She's a spy. She's used to things changing, in locations changing, people changing all the goddamn time. So yep. it's fine. Uh, right, okay, it's time to talk about Namor. Namor. No more. Um, someone, whenever he's been brought up before, I was like, I don't give a single fuck about Namor. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to give a shit about Namor. You, you were so happy to not have him in your fighting game. I, really I was like, I need Namor. You're like, you can take Fucking that fishy bastard. Yeah. <laughs> the fish man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Winston Duke, well done. He's, um, he's yeah. great. I will say, yeah. they did a really good job in the casting department here. Yeah, I'd never heard of Tenor Claire before this. In the credit, it says introducing him. Mm. So this might be like his first major movie he's done. Should we find done. out if it is? Have a look, babe. Yeah, he, he does a really good job. He has got an unenviable task of being the bad guy in a film about grief for a character he never met. Yep. So, if this is not like when, um... <laughs> oh, we've seen Tenor Cuerta before. Have we? He was Inspector. Oh! Playing, I'm sure you'll agree, one of the most memorable roles in the movie of Mexican Man in Lift. He was Mexican Man in Lift. <laughs> oh, damn it. Yeah, he's been in, in mostly Spanish-language movies. Fair enough. The occasional English role, but in terms of... In terms of anything as big as this, he has not done anything even Fair close enough. I get I, the closest he comes to a big supporting role would be in Narcos he's in Narcos Mexico right okay. for 11 episodes fair point he like if it was someone who had met him so if Killmonger had lived mm. into this movie that's an interesting villain because they had a relationship with with T'Challa yeah it's like when um, Professor X dies in well, dies for the first time of many in X Men mm. Three, mm. and Magneto like the second Pyro starts slagging him off, he just says, "You cut that shit right the fuck now. He's <laughs> done more for mutants than you will ever fucking do. Shut the fuck up, my friend. He's dead." Yep. So like that's an in- that's a good villain to have, but obviously we don't have that option here. Everyone's to Charles faced is dead mm. or Winter Soldier and good, so it doesn't really work. So he's got an unenviable fucking task to come into this. Yeah. And look, first of all, he's got to wear green speedos and have little tiny wings on his floor. Everything was going against Namor. Yep. I think they did pretty well. My fucking God, I loved Namor. Did you? I know a lot of people don't like Namor, and they don't like this version of Namor. A friend of mine from work, we, um, he's also a film reviewer, um, put out his review of this movie, gave it a four out of ten. I don't fucking agree yeah. with him. Yeah. He did. I'm, I'm, I'm more annoyed about the 10 point scale as you would doubt but <laughs> yeah yeah we don't use it <laughs> it's fucking stupid yeah so four four yeah this is ridiculous so he super hated the movie uh, and said that Namor was just a ridiculous terrible villain my Christ he could not be further from terrible and ridiculous they've embraced the comic book silliness and found an incredibly weighty way to introduce this mm. character 
make suitable changes, make a cool diversity flip, yes, and make him fucking badass. He is fucking badass. Oh my Christ! Costume design, fucking again. You were playing with green speedos, lads. Well fucking done. Yeah. The the little wings still look dorky. But it's like a Hawkman from Black Adam thing. They're not as dorky as they could have been. <laughs> yes. And that in itself is a fucking achievement. So yep. well done. But yep. yeah, he's so cool. My God. Like, that's the main thing about him. And like, they did, they've skirted Atlantis. They just went, no, too stupid. They yep. found a much better way to integrate, integrate under the sea mm. into this. And yeah, from character design to acting performance, for him being able to find the balance between, like... Because obviously Namor in the comic books kind of flipped between he's a villain yeah. or a good guy depending on the situation. He's an asshole. He's a point. bellend, yeah. <laughs> Just depending on which side he's decided to lend his bellendricalness to. Yep. So they have to leave the door open a little bit so they yep. can't make him like a full-on, you know, um, megalomaniac or anything. Well, this is it. Because like, when you're first introduced to Namor in the books, isn't it when he's trying to steal Invisible Woman off Mr. Fantastic? Yes, he is trying yeah. to uh, date-rape the Invisible Woman, so yep. that's not ideal. <laughs> so, like, you've got that version of the character, yes. a dickhead who steals pe- steals your girl yes. and floods your country. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's his shtick. That's, that's my shtick. <laughs> <laughs> and here... Oh, they lead into the tragedy. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. That oh, is yeah. my fa- When he explains why he's called Namor. Yes. That might be, like, the best ten-minute run uh-huh. this movie has. And I'm and that, that's me excluding, like, probably the best fight scene in this phase, I think. Because the, the fight scenes in Moon Knight were fine. And, like, okay, you've got it. That, that would be me excluding No Way Home's finale, which I love. Um, second best. There you go. Fight seat. Oh, Shang Chi. Focus. <laughs> God damn it. One a of good the fight scene. One of the better fight scenes yes. in one of the better Marvel movies. Because fuck me, he's so. Ah, oh, then they've made him cool and Aztec and just this, just this cool Mexican guy. I just think he's so great. It comes at the cost, admittedly, of the rest of the Italians. Yeah, so obviously, they, like I say, they've skirted Atlantis. They're not Atlanteans. It's no. Talokan. That's it, yeah. I, I guess they're... How would you... I'm trying to do this now. Talokanians? Atlanteans. Something. So, Fishman. Fishmen. <laughs> they are kind of very, very much second fiddle. Yep. You only get um, Namora, Namora and uh, Atuma. Yeah. But they... They only speak in Talowan and they don't really speak at all, really. I mean, like, I would have I would have nailed a tumor on for when we do the Namor standalone, that's your villain. That's your villain, but he's not. That's not, they didn't, we don't get that level of, he just wants to fight Okoye, that's literally his character, is that. <laughs> yeah. Like, I don't even know, Like I, can't, I don't know from the comic books, is Namora his sister? Is that his wife? Is it just an unfortunate naming thing? In the books, Namora is his wife. Right. Namorita okay. is his sister. Right. I think. Okay. Um, and and this obviously is not his wife. It no. Isn't. They they describe him as his sister. They're, sorry, they describe Namora as his sister. Right. And it's but it's this kind of weird. I mean, there's a weird family tree going on because it's the, you know he's the he's the son of a. Hang on, no. In the books, he's got the Aquaman yes. origin of man, dad, yes, um, fish, woman, yes, fish, fish, mom. Sorry, fish, mom. In this, 
It's humans, but all all humans until they ate something from the ground, yes. which means to try and heal them yes. because they're all dying of sickness. Yes, it saves Namor, mm-hmm. but unfortunately his mother doesn't make it. Um, oh no, it's not that. It's it's it, sorry. I'm just completely. Right, f- I got this. Do it. So, do it. Right, adamantium landed, it turns out, in more places than Wakanda. Yes. It landed under the sea. Adamantium. Adamantium. Vibranium. Vibranium landed under the sea, near this Aztec village place. And um, the Spanish the Spanish brought smallpox to it, wiping out the Aztecs, so fucked. The shaman has a vision, goes underwater, finds essentially the heart-shaped herb, it's just growing underwater this time. Mm. Gets that, mashes it up, feeds it to his people. They all turn blue, which they only do when they're above the water, mm. Whilst um, uh, Namor's mom's pregnant with him, mm. they fucking dive into the sea, and that's how they become Atlanteans. So yes. they can go above water. They need like a, a water breathing mask thing on, mm. and then he was born. So he's a half half. He's all. He says the M word. He says the M word. <laughs> We're not in spoiler territories, but like it's very important that you know he's a fucking capital he's a, M mutant like baby. Fucking believe so. <laughs> so that explains the wings and the ears. And basically him being like a blade type of thing. Yeah. That he's got the strengths of both ends. Yeah. So um, where were we going with this? So that, explains, that happened like he had Spanish Inquisition fucking times. Yeah, like, again, another period of history that the, that the MCU hasn't done. I, I'm just praise falling yeah, 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 yeah. from that particular scene of the so movie. They, now, it might be a case of like when we did Civil War, we didn't have a full explanation of the Dora Milaje and everything else that goes into the Black Panther thing, so they might be saving that for the Namor movie. Possibly. Oh, that's when um, Namor... Uh, Namora gets to be more than just wow she's got a cool fucking tiger fish helmet that looks dope as fuck a two movies cool man with hammerhead fucking bone on his head yep. they get to do more than that yep. which will be nice to explore although their first scene in this movie we won't spoil it my fucking Christ is that good they've made them look so cool in all of their fucking <laughs> things just them popping the little heads out of the water oh god it's so good um <laughs> Yeah, literally, I love everything about them. The only problem is, mm. is that it's an unfortunate like necessity of these types of movies that they have to be the bad guys and they have to move the plot forward. Yeah, and it means this otherwise very introverted, introspective movie has to then do the, the to go through the motions of this thing. That's why I was saying like it feels like two separate movies. Yeah, it's the Atlantis versus Wakanda movie we thought we were going to get and probably would have got under, under other circumstances. But then also this quiet movie about grief mm. and the two they work because if they didn't it wouldn't be a good movie. Mm. They do work, but there is a point at which they have to try and marry the two up to have the big fight at the end. Yeah. It's not a perfect marriage. No, unfortunately. It's still pretty good. It's still better than I would have been able to do. They find things that gel together so well. Yes. And then a lot of things don't. And trust the actors to work through them to make it there. But like, yeah. So we're going to have to talk about it in spoilers because it's basically just, the the problem is the last fight. Mm. Not visually or anything like that. It looks great. The action's fluid and all very nice. But tonally, it's the only part of the movie that doesn't really click properly mm. because we have to take a lesson from the one half of the movie about grief and apply it to the war between the two lads with vibraniums yes and it doesn't it doesn't really work yeah but that still means it's an upper echelon mcu movie it doesn't oh yeah it doesn't derail anything this this phase could have ended with anything 
Like, mm. we don't know what this was going to be, as we said at the top of the review. We just didn't know where this was going to yeah. land. And Phase 4 has been a troll through the fucking gutter. Oh, yeah. And then just this sharp uptake in quality mm-hmm. at the end. I mean, WandaVision and um, Moon Knight notwithstanding. Yes. And also Spider-Man, but we just like Spider-Man. Yeah. But, like, this was just... We were in the lows, people. Oh, like, yeah. At two mediocre... Legacy, not legacy sequels, but you know what I mean? Existing character sequels. A bunch of shows that just weren't fucking working. And then the riskiest project of all just swoops it back up. It real does. So we're we're back on solider ground, I think, going forward for for next year's offerings. Let me just look what that is. Um, Oh, well, we know what's next. We know what's next. It's Ant-Man. It took me until the fucking new Rockstar's breakdown to realise that the word Ant-Man is in Quantum Mania. And you've now just figured this out as well. Yep. Take the U out the middle, and it literally says Ant Man. Yep. So yep. F- fuck me. <laughs> <laughs> Where's the list? So we, yeah, Ant Man and the Wasp: Quantum Mania is next up. Yep, February now, is it? That's or March. Sounds about right. Where's twenty twenty? Fuck off. Where's twenty twenty three? I haven't done twenty twenty three yet, but yeah, I think Mar- uh, that's Marchy time. Then what else is next year? Uh, Guardians of Galaxy 3. Guardians of Galaxy 3. Oh, so we have got one more Marvel thing to go this year. We've still got Guardians of Galaxy Christmas special. We have, but it is a special presentation. That is. More about special presentations. Oh, that is in a minute. Um, see, I, 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 you can do this, Dennis. Admit, I got him. Go on. Ant-Man and the Wasp uh, is first up. That is coming out February 17th next year. Feeling fine, but Ant-Man movies have only been... Either slightly above average or bang average. So mm. followed up directly by Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three, which is releasing releasing May fifth next Feel year. Real good about that. Followed again by the Marvels releasing July twenty eighth oh. next year. Fucking worried about that film. Oh. Uh, and that's it. And uh, TV show wise, what have we got? Ooh, good question. I don't know. <laughs> I'm gonna have to uh, go into because it's really all. Can't think what it is. I know we're getting. It's um... all Phase Five next year, isn't it? Yeah. What if Season Two is next year? Loki Season Two is next yeah. year. Yeah. What well. if Season Two early next year? Secret Invasion early ah, next that's year, it. which like looked shit and then had that trailer that made it look fucking brilliant. Yeah. yeah. So it could go either way. Yeah. We're supposedly getting Echo next year. <gasps> you should be thankful that we'll watch it. Because this is just a bridge to get to more Daredevil. It really is. Um, and Loki season two next year, and the Ironheart standalone uh, series, as well as Agatha Covenant Chaos. But I reckon that'll get pushed. I think that and Ironheart could get pushed. To be fair, so okay, so we 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 were worried that if this one wasn't good, is this the beginning of the end? Hmm. Are we going? Is the MCU going to die on its ass before we even get the the mutants? And please don't let that happen. I just, no, I, we don't I, need I, that. I just need to get to X-Men. Um, so I, I feel like now going forward, I can be slightly more confident in next year's offerings. Yeah. Admittedly, Garden of the Galaxy 3 is like the big one that I'm like, I have all the faith in the world in that. Yeah, there's no way that's going to suck. It's either, it's either side of the consistent... Hang on, gun- I need to... There you go, touch wood, touch wood. James Gunn can do no wrong, but I will touch wood anyway. It's either side of the Ant-Man series, which is consistently fine, mm. and a sequel to my yeah, second got... least favourite Marvel movie of them all. <laughs> yeah, that one sucks. But we do have prison thick John Majors. Oh, we do <laughs> have prison thick John Majors. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I need to show you a video of exactly what Creed 3 is going to be. Yeah. Remind me of that. Remind me to show you the Big E meat video. It'll make sense. Um <laughs> So yeah, I I feel better about the direction of travel now. Yeah. Obviously, one movie doesn't 
denote what else is going to come. If we'd have just gone, well, Spider-Man was the most brilliant fucking thing ever. We've got a Thor fucking Taika Waititi movie coming next year. What could go wrong? <laughs> Everything went wrong. Everything. Every, every conceivable thing went wrong. Yep. Um, <laughs> still better than Multiverse of Madness, I would maintain. At least he's occasionally funny and does some wondrous stuff. But fucking Multiverse of Madness is just sad. Yep. It's yep. just a nothing film, From it? not being able to call Shumagorath Shumagorath mm-hmm. to one of the most confusing yeah. end credits yeah. stingers. I'm like, who's this cow now? And then <laughs> Can I just check? Yes. There was no post-post-credit scene on this, right? There was no post-post-credit scene on Wakanda Forever. There's just the one. Good. And it's mid. Because I checked the, the little app. I mean, mid-credits, not mid in You get what I'm saying? I checked the little app. And uh, the, the, the big rumour, it didn't come true, mm. so I guess I can tell you. Yeah. The big rumour was Doom. Yeah. The Doom was going to be at the end of this, and I was like, holy fuck, here we go, it's going to be Doom. And then he wasn't in the the mid-cred, and I was like, are you sure he's not turning <laughs> up? Why? I want Doom now. Um, uh. So, yeah, no no appearance there. Well, the, 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 big, the big news on that front, on Fantastic Forefront, is they have to get out a Silver Surfer special, special presentation out before Fantastic oh, Four. Oh, no. So I don't think they're doing Doom first. Don't do... But that, lads, lads, when we said we didn't want Doom first, I didn't mean that we wanted Galactus first. Yeah, that's weird. Don't, in any circumstances, do Galactus first in a Fantastic Four movie. Fuck me, no. Mm. You need to, unless the Silver Surfer is just prepping him. Yeah. Surely he's the next big bad, right? Doom. Well, Doom or Galactus, those are your last two big ones that are in the bag well, ready to go. we've still got two more phases of Kang yet, so you know. I know, but like, you're safe then, lads. You can't just have the Fantastic Four beat Galactus. No. You can't do that, lads. No. Please. Too bad. They just make him a gigantic purple man. I think I'll find a way to be okay about it. <laughs> I'm using a fucking cloud again. We'll be all right. Mm. Or they do that Galactus shite from the Ultimates where he's a big fucking swarm of bugs. Oh, uh, fuck that. He's becoming a big man in a big purple hat. Yep. And everything will be fine. Yep. Well, we've got the Celestials, so... It, uh, that it we work. have. That we have. We've already accepted there are planet-sized things mm. in this world. Why not Galactus? Yeah. There's currently yeah. one big frozen-sized, like planet-sized abortion coming out of the the world. Yep. That no one wants to we, talk we about. There's seven Marvel properties deep since that happened, and no one's pointing out that there is a big hand and a head sticking out the Pacific. We just <laughs> fucking move past that. Doesn't fucking matter. Right. Are you, is there anything else you want to cover before we dive in spoilers? I don't Hearty think recommendation. There is. My God, yes. Go and see it. Don't. Don't listen to the people who are telling you that this is just okay. It's pretty fucking great. And we had no reason to love it as much as we did, because we thought that the first one was not fantastic. We were in the minority... Is that mean we were in the minority both times, but just swapped sides? Yes. Sweet. <laughs> I like being contrarian. It's very rare that yep. I'm contrarian, so... <laughs> you are contrary days. for men. Ah! <laughs> no one's going to get that joke. <laughs> I got it. Oh, can you tell we're a bit giddy, because not only we had a good Marvel movie... Pokemon's out tomorrow. My God, yeah, we're recording this on Pokemon Eve. Happy Pokemon Eve, Darren. Happy Pokemon Eve, babe. Did you get through God of War no. in time? <laughs> I have sunk 15 hours into that thing, barely scratched the surface. I am fucking worried about end of year now. My God, that got 10 out of 10 from everyone. <laughs> I don't want to look at the Metacritic I think it. I think all of our scores are in. So I can see what my final score is once I whack that bad boy. Oh, oh no, because Pokemon as well, which Pokemon. is getting... 
It's good. It, it's fine. As long as you don't mind frame rate issues, <laughs> you're going to be okay. <laughs> you don't mind some stodge in your game, <laughs> you're all right. If you want a good game that looks bad, have I got the game for you? It's not great marketing, is it? It's not brilliant, no, that literally every review is like, it'd be so brilliant if it were. <laughs> <laughs> if only it weren't made by the Pokemon company and Nintendo, this game would be great. Did they fucking subtract this to the fucking... Assassin's Creed Unity team. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. Send it. Did they just keep Shigzy away from the whole thing? Of like, do you want to delay? Like, oh, get him out. Get him out. <laughs> no. Oh, right. Let's concentrate. Spoiler alert. Last chance, lads, because we're going to tell you who Black Panther is now. I think we're good. Yeah. Who would have guessed it's Michael B. Jordan, Back from the Dead. Happy I know, who would have thought it, right? And obviously, <laughs> anybody who's read a fucking comic book knew there was only one person who was going to take the mantle. I did think there was a chance they were going to have multiple Black Panthers. I, yeah. Shuri, Okoye, and um, Nakia were all three going to be Black Panther's threats. I, um, I thought that's what the final fight was going to be. You've got Shuri as Black Panther. The blue one. Yeah. Or that, wait, green, blue, what's her colour? She's blue colour scheme, right? The River Tribe? No. I don't remember. Shit. Blue and or green. Something. And you have a red yellowy one for uh, Okoye and then actual Black Panther would be Shuri. Yeah. I thought that just was like we variations go. on the Black Panther suit and just have them, you know, like, and the angels are coming. They come in one by one and they all tackle their grief in the form of Namor yep. together. And I was like, mm, that would be quite good. What we actually got was the grudge match of the fucking century. <laughs> My Christ. Oh, the, the Shuri yeah. Namor fight. Oh, boy. <laughs> I, 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 I know that it doesn't work. It doesn't, it doesn't work, but thematically. it's thematically whatsoever. I fucking loved that. It was just yeah. two people in the desert battering the shit out of each other. It is textbook. They fight for a bit and then they're friends. Yeah. And, it, like, to the point of, no, lads, you've both killed hundreds of your own people. You mm. can't just all of a sudden have Namor at the end of the movie go, we're friends now. <laughs> they needed a friend, and that's <laughs> us now. I get to be a good guy. Yeah. I, that, that's nah. the most jarring thing about the whole movie. Yeah. It, doesn't, it doesn't ever even chance it derailing the rest of it. It's got too much goodwill in the bank by that point. Yeah. But, yeah. I mean, would you have to talk about how they think they're going to beat Namor? Because that's oh. <laughs> the stupidest fucking thing in the movie. Hands down. You're going to make him a little hot. <laughs> <laughs> it's You know what it does? Namor can be defeated in the same way you can kill Captain Britain. <laughs> Two-week holiday lands <laughs> yeah, Or Sweden and just whack him in a sauna for a Yeah, yeah, that works. Oh, like, fucking dry, hell, it's dry heat. It's a dry heat. <laughs> um, yeah, that is dumb. I see, For much praise I have for the Namor costuming, mm. I think Shuri's Black Panther costume is just too visually busy. I get it. I'm about to tell you why you're wrong. Oh, okay, go on. What I look, and I love that there are multiple different ways that it can be seen, but this suit doesn't have kind of like the silver angular lines no. that we saw in the Civil War suit, the 2018 mm. suit. This has the white dots. Yeah. And what I fucking loved about that thematically, oh my Christ, she has the same dots on her face during the funerals. Yes. And this is this is a Black Panther who's fucking pissed. Oh, she's angry. And it, it just worked so well. Now, somebody said, I think it was New Rockstars, actually, um, in their Easter egg breakdown. Yeah. They said it's the same dots that she has as her war paint in Infinity War and Black Panther. Nah. 
And I'm like, I do not see it that way. Right. I see this as an outward representation to the world that the, the Black Panther's back and he, she's fucking pissed. Yes. I fucking love that. I think it's just so clear, like having this outward sign mm. of what the key driving factor of this fight is. I loved it. I, see, I don't... The, the thought process behind it and all that symbolism is great. I just look at it and think it's just a bit It's too... overcomplicated. Because, yeah, like, if it was just that, it was the old school Black Panther stuff with just the dot in, and the silver lining was just gold this time. Mm. Fine. But there's shit all over it. It's not as and, bad as the Killmonger the pan... suit. No, it's not. Still got the fucking Panther gauntlet, which, again, nice call by, but, like, it's just there's a lot going on. And I think yeah. Black Panther, the strength of the Black Panther costume is it was, by comparison to everyone else's fine behind, fucking simple. Mm. It's just a landing a black suit with a bit of silver here and there. Mm. It were, and then you get the occasional visual flash of the purple when it's absorbing stuff. And I do miss the, the tooth necklace. Yeah. I do. I love it that It tied everything together, didn't it? It was yeah. like a good rug. Just tied everything together. <laughs> like a good rug. Now, having said sake. that, Shuri's costume looks a lot better when you compare it next to the shite they put a queen. My God. I know it's comic book accurate. But fuck me, <laughs> the it's only a sin. The Midnight Angel should not have been here. No! Fucking hell. It's so ugly. Yeah. Of course it even fucking calls it ugly. Yeah. Oh, it looks so dumb. I thought what was going to happen is that like they did it and they go, okay, there's your Midnight Angels thing in the books. And then when she turns up in it, it's going to be like, the Dora Milaje fucking skin over it. So you can spot it's a Koya because you've yeah. got a different colour scheme going on, but that's it. She already had a badass costume. <laughs> she, I mean, again, it's, I know it's a uniform, so she's a bit similar, especially in that big fight scene when it's basically essentially only Dora Milaje and some of M'Baku's lads fighting everybody, mm. that it would be hard to pick her out. But, like, Nakia's basically got a Dora Milaje colour like, palette swap on, mm. and she's pretty easy to fucking spot most of the time. Yep. It looks so... Dumb. I mean, they did give Winston Duke the best costume, as we all know. Oh, they did. <laughs> they intentionally broke his costume to give him a new one. Right, they did. Oh, he's so... Kukukan. Kukukan. Fishman. Every time he says, Fishman. <laughs> oh, he's so fucking funny. Yeah, so, he's yeah. great. So, the car chase scene, when mm. they go and get Riri. Oh, yeah. we haven't talked about the Iron Man, the Iron Heart suit yet. We haven't. So, yeah. the... Yeah, there's yeah. You, there's a there's a very Rudimentary. Iron Man yes. Mark One style prototype, which is basically Watch out, a she's using you rudimentary science. <laughs> <laughs> and then and then you get the Ferrari that fucks Samus around <laughs> at the end, <laughs> <laughs> with kind of like made out the same material as the fir- the first PS3. <laughs> Yeah, that's the most accurate description I've ever heard in my life. A Ferrari that fucks that. <laughs> it's real good. Like, because I don't a... hate it. I think it looks pretty good. I, I get it. It's just a little busy. I get it. I get it. And I, my worry is... The jet's in the shoulders. I really like that choice. I just It's nice to see the suit mm, doing something. Yeah, fair. Because as we got further and further into Iron Man suits, it was all nanotech all the time. Yeah. Just a fucking blank My suit. worry is... This was done on movie budget. Now they've got to do it on TV. Well, they don't, do they? Do they not? They, they, the very, like the very tail end of the movie is Riri goes home. And they, they literally just call her a fucking taxi and like, right, you need to fuck off. Um, they're like, okay. you can leave the suit. It's yes. too dangerous. I can't let you take that back to school. Fair enough. Fair enough. Don't give a fifteen-year-old basically 
indestructible suit of armor because it's it's the vibranium variant. Yes, it's, I, I really hate that. I like it as much as I do. Uh, You're really torn about this. <laughs> I know. I want to see it again, but also it would defeat all point of having her own solo series. So, uh, yeah. So okay, maybe they're going to find ways to skirt around having the armor turn up in falling the fucking TV show. But yeah, so the fight seemed all great. The, the one that she, the one they have through the streets of wherever the hell MIT is. Um, it's not Chicago because she's from Chicago. Boston. Boston. Uh, yeah, Boston. Boston sounds a bit right. Fucking excellent car chase scene. Fucking music, music. Like, I know we said the praise and the silence, but again, all the music choices they do make all add to the fucking scenes. Even Rihanna has a good fucking scene sung in this over the post of the end credits. Oh, I wasn't a fan, but eh. So I'm not a ballady guy. Fair enough. Yeah, excellent action scene there. All the fight choreography is really, really good. Mm. It's that last fight as. Fucking the the boat looks a bit shy, admittedly. It just looks too it's too obelisky. It's the stupidest fucking plan in the world, isn't it? Like, oh yeah. Like we're gonna try and put fucking Namor in the microwave. Where will <laughs> we fight him? I know the one place we can't escape to. The one place where he literally has all the power in the fucking world. Yeah. Where as long as he can get wet, he's gonna murder all of us. <laughs> Let's go to their fucking home ground. No lads, no. <laughs> Doesn't make any sense. <laughs> It is real fucking dumb. I, I guess that is the problem with having Wakanda as this landlocked country, is yes. that there was no middle ground to fight on. They they put... are, he either had to come to them, and when he did, he murked them. Yeah. Or she, they had to go to him, in which case, he's got the upper hand. He has trap me in a plane and then go, back to Liberia, lad! <laughs> <laughs> so, again, it's what I've been saying of this, it's the awkward point where the Marvel formula has to do its dirty work. Yes. And step in to kind of ruin what is otherwise a very introspective movie. Because they have to figure out a way to have Namor... Sorry, I'm just laughing at... Back to Winnipeg! <laughs> <laughs> For fuck's sake. Sorry, carry on. So, that's it. Back to Winnipeg! Um, <laughs> a Simpsons quote. For, For everything. everything. So... So, they have to manufacture the conflict between the two. So, Namor's main beef is... You've been slipping, and they're about to start coming for your vibranium. Mm. Yours is a lot better protected than mine is, so sort your shit out. Mm. Otherwise, if they even get a hint that we exist, we're coming for you first. Mm. You're the problem. You're the reason they're going to be looking for us, because they were drilling for it at the start of the movie, where Lake Bell is on a fucking ship for five minutes, and yeah, then fucks and the up thing the turns into movie. a survival horror. And, I was like, and it's yeah, great. It's brilliant. So... They 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 do that and then they basically they want to go and kill Riri Williams because she invented the the um, the robot that found the vibranium. Yes. So they think as long as we pop her off and you don't get involved, everything's gonna be fine. That's what I liked about this, and I couldn't say it up top mm. because the vibranium detecting device is a very big part of this movie. Yes. But having that be her groundbreaking invention, yes. Not I've just remade Iron Man but better. Yes. Made this character a lot more likable. Mm. Because what actually happens is the hand of the US government comes in and steals it from underneath her. Yeah, she didn't even know she did it as like a a dare from her one of her professors, like, you won't be able to make this and then she fucking does. So she's not nefarious in any way, and that's kind of why Wakanda's like No, we should really keep her from the government mm. because they'll exploit her fucking no end. And plus, we don't really want someone to die because of vibranium, so we can take him in. 
So Riri's the MacGuffin that kind of keeps the conflict going up mm. until a certain point, in which case Namor just kind of takes it personally. Yeah. And he's like, I'm going to fucking kill him! <laughs> and then two hours later... I took that personally. <laughs> and then, I don't know, 24 hours later, he's like, best friend! <laughs> Diplomatic immunity, guys! Woo! So it's, it's jarring mm. that they, they have to have... The, the, the fight seems great. The ending of it isn't. Mm. Of like her having to have this flashback of fucking Chadwick and then see her mom in the ancestral plane and go, I've decided not to kill you. Yep. For vague reasons <laughs> of we shouldn't kill. I've learned that now. Thanks, after mom. killing many of your many, people. Many, many, many people. And I've after you murked my entire city. Drowned my mom and yeah. Yeah, fucking yeah, absolutely waterboarded the entirety of Wakanda. <laughs> I've decided to forgive you. Because that's what my brother would have done. I think that was the little bit, like the one crack in Ironheart as well was. Uh, she was like, so it's like, I don't want to be here. I don't want to be part of this crazy adventure. And then Queen Ramonda saves her from droving. And she's like, right, that's it. I'm willing to commit war crimes for you now. I'm a lad farmer, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like at the point of like every Star Wars character is a mass murderer. And mm. it's a bit weird that if like, oh yeah, they have all killed multiple 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 people yeah that's now happening with marvel like there's no pulling the punches they are fucking straight up shanking each other with mm. no regard for anything and it, it's the only bit that just really like great that it just it, this isn't working like this yeah. isn't I, you, you're trying to marry your two ends up mm. and i get that that's like it, the, the hands were tied they had to find a way to do a big spectacular fight because that's mm. what marvel people wanted i mean sure he gets fucking impaled in this movie yeah she does it's a good thing there's no vital organs in the torso no area. no no <laughs> you can get stabbed anywhere in this vicinity and you're fine yeah. as long as he doesn't hit this like one inch square <laughs> so, yeah everything else fine the hitboxes of marvel characters are <laughs> funny need fucking nothing, as man. fuck um so yeah it's 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 the only great Literally the only gripe I have mm. about the entire movie is that it, that bit just doesn't work. Mm. Everything else. We haven't even looked talked about how fucking cool Talo Khan looks. Right? Oh my god, Aquaman fucking fucked that shit up, didn't he? <laughs> yeah. Oh my and god. And then they bring out the vibranium sun that he made. Yes. I was like, that's fucking cool. Knock this up. Oh, and the and obviously Wakanda Forever has got the kind of like the... <laughs> The power arms, the, the the skull and crossbones, if you will, which is yeah apt. Um, they've got fucking Hadoukens. They've got. I like that. They've got the. It's the. It's the jaws of like a shark, yes. which is also the throne of yes. Dalaka. When he comes in with the big fucking headdress. Oh yeah, he's the biggest fucking aquatic pimp. In the, oh my god, he looks I, fucking I get stunning. it, Sue Storm. I fucking get it. <laughs> yeah. All right, go get you some Aztec dude. We didn't say why he's called no more. No more. Oh, because oh. someone said you are the devil and you have no love. Yeah, you are the like, child of no love. You're like, yes, cool. I only right. partially understood that and I'll take the bit I did. I am no more. It's, yeah, it's... He's it's, a smooth motherfucker. He's so, again, didn't think in a million years I'd be like, I want more Namor stuff. Yep. I wouldn't be too, like, ashamed to admit, I want to see some more Namor stuff. Yeah. I'd be I, game for that. I love the way that they, the, the way he made him fly in the movies. That like he's skating, so like yes. when he turns around, it's not like that. He has to kind of like skid into it yes. and skirt around. Like, mm, give this character flavour, lads. Love it. There's so much like, like the like I said, the one the one flaw 
is it's literally that. There's probably some smaller ones, but all flaws combined are probably in the single digits of mm. stuff that like I don't really think worked. Everything else, and again, in given the circumstances, it may be one of the most impressive movies Marvel's ever done. Yeah, that even I'm not saying it's like a top ten contender. It's there or thereabouts, top fifteen, I would say, mm. but like. It's probably an even more impressive achievement than like the fucking first Avengers is at this point. That you had so much going against you, and it fucking worked. Yeah. And like I said, you end in that you end this movie with um, uh, Shuri not being over it. No. Sitting on a beach, finally, still finally, being sad. Yeah, just about enough in her to yeah. finally go through the tradition that she was robbed of doing with her mother. Yes. Of burning the funeral robes. Mm. And leave it there. Mm-hmm. It's still raw. It's still a big fucking deal. What End you, the story. What, okay. What were your thoughts on the post cred? Yeah, we do need to talk about that, don't we? Um, I liked it. I thought it was incredible pandering. See, I don't know, because I, I think it kind of explains Nikia's whole character. And it's it's a... It's just another angle on grief in that some people just say, right, well, you know, they're gone. I can now focus on somebody else and have them be the light and, you know, put all my, you know, do everything I can to channel everything good about the the missing one to the person who's not going to grow up knowing them. I really like that aspect of it. So we've kind of skated around it. Nakia was pregnant. Nakia was pregnant. At the time of, like, Endgame, given he's, like, five or six years old now. Yeah, because the blip. Yes. So, um, yeah, we have... Um, they don't call him Prince T'Challa Jr. It's Toussaint, which is Toussaint. his Haitian name. Yes. And but he is T'Challa. His name is T'Challa, son of T'Challa. And that was the bit I was like, oh, come on, lads, for fuck's sake. It's that that idea of, don't worry, we've got a new T'Challa, he's going to be cool. It's like, no, we don't need that. I understand it's the, so that T'Challa, in essence, never dies. Mm. I get it, I don't like it. I liked it, I don't, I, it, it will depend on what the follow-up is, like, you're right, he's a five-year-old, he can't, in a few episodes time, they can't do another <laughs> blip and do a Cassie Lang fucking 2.0. That, that poor kid is going to get prickish letters in 20 years asking him why he never took up the fucking mantle. Oh, 100%. My God. Horny fucking bit. But I, I liked it, it was a way for Nakia to like go, this is why I left, this is why I haven't been back, because I had other things to deal with, I had to, I had to be a mom. So it gives her a new perspective on everything that makes her different from everybody else. Which so, makes, which is that when when you see how well adjusted she is, because yeah. she had something to live for. Yes, it is good. Mm. I say, I just, I just think it was in a movie that was already, like you say, using the absence of Chadwick to create an emotion. Yes, wasn't the payoff I wanted. I, I preferred that bittersweet kind of. We're at peace with the fact that he isn't here, but we'll never forget him. Yes. but now it's just like. You know what? It's a bit fucking homeward bound, and everything's mm. fine. We got a new T'Challa at the end. Fair enough. I, I, I see. I like again. It will depend on how they follow up with it. I'm still annoyed we didn't get Storm. Where the fuck is she? <laughs> Where the fuck Storm? Yeah. Where the fuck is she, lads? <laughs> Not we me. had two other members of the um, Dora Milaje introduced. One of them, the one from is, it, is her name Io, the one that was in Falcon of the Winter Soldier. Yes. And Michaela Cole as Annika. Yes. Who, like, they they were telegraphing early on was going to get her own suit. Yes. And I'm fine with that. I think Michaela Cole's a good actress. Yes. Where the fuck was Storm, lads? 
Just imagine that final fight, and it's all going fucking wrong, and then all of a sudden, the, she fucking flies in, being as OP as she always is, and just thunder strikes the fucking sea. That's how you deal with fucking Atlanteans, <laughs> lads. Oh, it, it Almost felt... like you wanted to dry this guy out. If only we had somebody who could control the weather. You know what I mean? I feel like it was just such a natural way to just start seeding in the individual mutants so you don't have to do all of them at the same time. Mm. I would have really... If that would have been the post cred scene, I don't even know how you would do it, but like have her be like... Because like, when Charles finds her, when she's could, essentially... You worshipped as a goddess it could be a case of because that has Namor is Talakan's mutant mm. it could be you, you know mutations have started appearing in Wakanda and here's Storm here's Storm <sighs> ah well we shouldn't be too sad about things that didn't happen we shouldn't we're it's... very happy with what did yeah it's a it's a great film I'm, I'm very yep. happy considering that I went in with middling to low expectation so I'm I'm more than pleased if only there was a chance for us to do Marvel things better, Michael. I think there is. <laughs> is there really? Have I got the product for you? Here no. we go. <laughs> Plug away, Michael. Next episode, we are going to be doing uh, another pitch intense, uh, and we're going to be doing Marvel special presentations, because everyone loves Werewolf by Night. They do. It is only logical that this is this format is here to stay so we're going to give it a go and we're going to make some things that Kevin Feige will absolutely rip off us once again and we won't get paid for and somehow we also have to skirt around the ones that Nando's movies didn't do Uh, so that's going to be a fun time it is we've got five pitches each that we're going to give for fitting the special presentation mould not quite movies not quite TV shows a happy middle ground an hour one off special thing that we think would be cool to see. Yes. And we're going to tell you about that in our next episode. Um, where will people be able to find that, Michael? Well, if you go and follow me on Twitter and at that, Michael, and go and follow Darren on Twitter and Instagram, both of us, uh, under his name. Um, no, so I need to start that again. Good God. I'm getting worse and worse at this read. Jesus Christ. It's been the same one for four years. I know. <laughs> You can go and find me on Twitter and Instagram at that might go. You can go and follow Darren on Twitter and Instagram at the Guthrie's. You can go and find the site on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook under these names Fowley and T. That's F O U L E N T. Find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, wherever you can pick up an RSS feed under these names Fowley and T or Fowley and T Podcast, depending on the service you're using. And of course, go to fowleyandtame.com for everything in one place. We are wrapping up for the end of ramping up even for the yep. end of the year. It's coming. We will have the following. We will have a review of God and the Galaxy Christmas special. Yep. Uh, I am up to speed with Andor for the first time on a podcast, so I'm happy. <laughs> Makes one of us, but I will get Sweet. it seen. It, it's getting there. It's yeah. getting there. The last two episodes have been markedly better. Sweet. Um, so, yeah, Andor's going to be coming before the end of the year. Um, I think movie-wise, it's just Avatar. Avatar. A three-hour and 15-minute Avatar sequel. It's be a fucking slog. The second movie this year to mostly contain blue people fighting. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Against big lads with metal suits. Yeah, that yep. Makes... Yep. yeah fair. <laughs> All that and more coming up before we get to our traditional end-of-the-year list and 2023 preview. All of that you can go find over on fairentertainment.com. All of that should also be coming to you in a fantastic new setting. Oh, it's so close to the new studio! It's so close. I think at this point... Okay, so it's 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 uh, Pokemon Eve. Oh, we've got yeah, Pokemon review as well. Yeah, yeah. We'll review Pokemon. Uh, give us give us a couple of weeks. Um, I reckon that studio's probably going to be done in the next three weeks or so. Ooh. So we could be doing our, our final wrap-ups 
With a sexy new sound. In my fucking green velour leather chair. <laughs> fucking A. Do you know what velour and leather are? I know what leather is. I have no fucking clue what velour is. You're just saying I'd nice. say the chairs are actually closer to velour than anything else. I just know Chancellor Velorum from Star Wars. <laughs> That's a bit... Velour just sounds nice. So sweet. <laughs> It's green. It is. That's all that matters to me. Yep. Happy fucking days. Bye, everybody. Bye.